0: Ah, so for those listening right now, the number to call in for Rodney is 907-247-2000. That's 907-247-2000 if you would like any to ask any questions of Mayor Dial here. So I love what you just said there. Now I'm going to go into what everyone's listening for, right? Let's talk about the drag story time. This, is, this has been some... This has been a very dramatic topic, right? There's a lot of uh, conversation about it. A lot of things have been said. A lot of people feel a certain kind of way on both sides. And I was listening to the uh, city council meeting this morning, um, where all where the, the infamous council meeting where all of this stuff kind of went down. And I want to just ask, what are what are your thoughts on the drag story time? First and foremost, like what what is, what are your thoughts on what happened? What is it? What's going on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So first off, I would just like I, I need to make sure that everybody's aware the the issue at the library was a city issue. It's not a borough issue. I had no involvement one way or the other on that. But to answer your question directly, what are my what, what's my thoughts on that? I think it could have been handled differently. And okay. here's what I mean by that. Um, the library director got a request for this event at the library. She could have treated that the same as any other request that comes in at the library. She could have said, yeah, okay, here are a couple options. One, why, why don't you go to a private venue and have this? We want to kind of not have controversial things at the library. If she didn't want to do that, she could have then said, okay, um you can here's an application you can apply to use the meeting room just like everybody else you can hold your event in the meeting room but we're going to take a neutral opinion on it Mm -hmm. i think had that happened a lot of the division would have been avoided because where the rub really comes down to for a lot of people was they felt that the library was supporting this encouraging this and even promoting this with a financial incentive now, I've heard some people say that, well, there really wasn't a cost associated with this because it happened during library hours. That's completely not true. Okay. And here's why. Okay. Uh, that, that event had three police officers standing outside of it. There's been, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, no other event the library's ever had where you needed to have three uh, police officers outside that event.
0: Now, why do you think that was?
1: Well, security cer- concerns on the city side, right? But to my knowledge, the city didn't have anybody threatening anything, right? They had a lot of people calling that were upset that this was going on. But to my knowledge, they didn't receive a single threat. But my point is, is that because of that concern, the city had to dedicate three officers there. And I can tell you, because I used to manage officers, it's about $150 an hour per officer, assuming they're not on overtime. Hmm. Now, it wasn't just that. You had all the staff time involved in this as well. So you had uh, the director going around the community for a couple weeks, um, meeting with citizens that were upset, uh, promoting this, working with the businesses on this. You, you also had uh, staff time involved on the city level. You had the attorney who was involved in this everywhere from policy review to uh, a number of legal issues that came up. You had the city council time. And then because of the initiative, now you have the borough involved. Uh, The borough is involved with the citizens initiative. It's verifying signatures of over 300 citizens. So, I mean, there was a lot involved in this. And the truth was this was the most expensive event that the libraries ever put forward. I mean, if you factor in all those other expenses. And is that
0: on parts of the library or on the part of the people who opposed it?
1: Well, it's probably a result of both, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the the reality is I, if the library director had just said, listen, we're not going to be on one side or the other of this issue. and And I guess the best analogy I could really give is as a government, we can say, We're not going to support a pro-life group, and we're not going to support a pro-choice group. And if we do that as a government, both groups might grumble a little bit, but in in the end, everybody will accept it because it's fair, right? Mm -hmm. The problem that we get involved in is when people feel that one voice is being elevated over another, right? And so then they feel that to prevent a diminishment of their rights, they actually need to Pushback, and and I think that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing some pushback from citizens who feel that, you know, I don't want my taxpayer money being spent on that. And I and I just I would just say, you know, we've had drag queen events in Ketchikan before, right? I think we had them at the Arctic Bar, for example. Nobody complained about that because people understand you, there's a constitutional right to engage in those things, and I do support people's constitutional rights to engage in things they want, but. I guess the one thing that I'm really saying is, mayor is we can choose as a community to be completely neutral in these things to the greatest extent possible to try to prevent that division in our community. And that requires every side to give. And so that's kind of, I know I take some flack for this, but, um, but once again, you know, I wasn't involved in the, the issue at the library, but you asked my opinion, so yeah, that
0: was Yes, it. of course. Yeah. And, and just to clear up, you said that you're not involved in the issue at the library. So the veto of, uh, of, the drag to- of the drag story time, which everyone says that you were the one who vetoed it, that's not accurate.
1: Okay, so there, there was nothing at the library to, to be vetoed. That's, I I okay. So for clarity, and once again, I'll answer your questions directly. Mm-hmm. Right, what I what they're referring to is I vetoed a grant funding request to the Ketchikan Pride Alliance. Right. Okay. So that's a completely separate issue.
0: And and that's something that I would like to get into there uh-huh. because I think in a, in the minds of a lot of people in town. They are one and the same. People think that you veto- that that there was even in existence a sixteen hundred dollar grant given to the to the to the library for this event. Um, let's go to the phone line really quickly. One moment. Hello, and welcome to the first city. From you're on the line with Joe Williams and Rodney Dial.
2: Cool. Hey, uh, just a couple of comments or whatever. Um, so on the ballot that's coming up for the election. Uh, is that where the borough I think is I think on the election is going to determine to fund the library or not or to cut it back on funding? Is that true or not?
0: Okay, thank you for your question. We'll address Wait, that. I uh, still sorry. got another
2: question after
0: okay. that. Go ahead. Uh, we'll 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 write down your your questions and address them uh, both.
2: Okay. So you got that one. Then I was just looking on the internet. You know, there's a place called Bonners Ferry, Idaho. I think you guys should both Google it to get your opinions and it's about redoubt surplus and tactical store then there's a pasture warren campbell lordship church and they're talking about a library incident too where they're accused of 400 plus banned on homosexuality lesbian books gender and sexuality and a lot of these people are i guess part of a christian group they're just dead against this, but they're packing firearms, so it's just something maybe you guys should look at, because they said, well, now we're famous nationwide from their incident that they're doing. But, uh, but I'm just, you know, hopefully you guys will look it up and comment. Thanks. So,
0: so I'm, I'm wondering what your question on that is. Or is that a concern that maybe this could happen in Ketchikan where the library would be, or that the library oh, would be yeah, forced you know, it to ban these? going to
2: affect all libraries in the nation, you know, once this thing continues to grow and it shows what certain states are already affected by it like so it's just interesting you know okay we're going to ban drag programs homosexuality maybe next who do we go after the native chinese what uh, you know foreign nationalities you know are we just going to go back into the dark ages you know because certain groups don't think it's appropriate for their churches to believe in or whatever or it's corruption for them our children or
0: whatever morals. Okay, well, thank you for your question. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so I think that was an interesting question. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Proposition 2, uh, the, the defunding of the library, which is on, which is, the vote is on October 4th, yes?
1: That's correct. And once again, I mean, that's nothing that the borough has brought forward. That's the citizens that, through an init- initiative process, are placing that on the ballot. And so what that would mean, and, and here's the thing, as an elected official, it's not appropriate for me to take a position on this one way or the other, because a citizen's initiative is the people's ultimate redress to affect change in government when they feel that their government's not listening to them. So, So we have a hands-off approach. So what that means is that whatever the people say is what we will do. So what's on the ballot for October 4th would basically repeal the borough's library powers. If it passes, the only thing that it actually means is that the borough would not collect property tax for the library. It does not mean that the borough would not fund the library. Staff has been very clear, and it's been reported in the paper, that should that initiative pass, the assembly can still choose to fund the library. They'll just use a different means to do it.
0: Okay. Okay. So speaking of that, I don't know if you have these numbers on hand. What, what is the, the cost of running the Ketchikan Library? It's one of the most beautiful I've ever seen, by the way. Uh, what, is, what, what are the costs of the, the, the library? How much per year is being spent on the library?
1: So once again, that's a city issue as a borough mayor. I I don't know. I think it's a couple million dollars per year. Yes. Okay. Somewhere in that range.
0: Okay. 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 So that, there's that. Uh, you don't really have any jurisdiction over that, so you can't really speak too much about it. Um, so, and I want to go into the next question, which I think was um, sort of referring to the banning of literature, and and I I don't know what he meant about using guns and things and of that nature, but uh, uh, what are your thoughts on that question?
1: Yeah. So this this has kind of been my point about a lot of things. We need to dial down and no pun intended, right? <laughs> the rhetoric, and we need to keep government in these things as neutral as possible. I mean, nobody's trying to, to my knowledge, ban drag shows. I mean, like I said, mm. we've had them in the community before, and I don't even remember anybody saying anything about them. I think what, what we can really make progress on as a community is to have that mutual respect so that we don't use public facilities for things that will piss people off on both ends of the spectrum, right? And and so for a perfect example, this whole issue with um, funding for the Pride Alliance came up and we got a letter from a citizen and it was a citizen who said that he was the past chairman of a local right to life group. And he basically said, listen, I don't think you guys should start getting involved in you know funding special groups like this. But if you do, I'm going to want some money for um, my group to educate women on the dangers of abortion, right? And okay. I had a conversation with a citizen about three weeks ago, and I'm telling you, whether or not I get reelected, because I have nothing to do with this, um, you're you're going to see that that Pandora's box has been opened now, because before we were really just focusing on these basic groups, like taking care of our seniors, taking care of our homeless, our substance abuse issues, our disabled, we're, we're starting to expand that now. And so the other side's saying, okay, if we're going to do that, then I want money for this group. Mm-hmm. And as a government, we really can't say yes to one end of the spectrum and no to the other. So so all I'm saying to people is we can kind of have a choice of we get involved or we don't.
0: Right. Thank you. Thank you. One moment, caller. One moment, caller. <laughs> Hello. You're on the line with Joe Williams and Rodney Dial on the First City Forum. What is your question?
2: I was just curious. You just commented on yeah, uh, uh, so
0: one second, sir. Can you turn your radio down?
2: I don't have it on.
0: Okay, okay. There's a little bit of uh, of, of an echo behind you, but go ahead with your question.
2: Uh, just commented on that even if it went to vote, you'd still fund the library. So why are we bothering even wasting the money to put up this vote for defunding the library if you're just going to take money from something else to fund it? That seems like a big waste of time and money. Thank
0: you. Thank you for that comment. Okay, so okay, so let's address that. Uh, he said that if uh, if it were to go to vote and it was voted that the taxpayers would no longer fund the library, the money would just come from somewhere else, what is the point?
1: Okay, so the, the initiative, and this is as I understand it, right? Mm-hmm. Would... Because,
0: because to be clear, you have nothing to do with this.
1: Oh, yeah, I have absolutely nothing to do with this. Okay. Absolutely nothing. The Assembly chose not to be involved in this. So um, my understanding is, is what would actually happen if the, if the people vote yes. It means that that mill rate that's assigned to the, the folks that live outside the city and outside Saxman would no longer apply. So that means that their mill rate would go down by, I believe, 0.7 of a mill. It then that the funding of the library issue would then go to the assembly. The assembly would have the choice to fund it by some other means. Now, I, I don't mean to say that they will fund it one hundred percent, or fifty percent, or choose not to fund it. at all. I don't know, right? That would be their call. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that's their option, right? So,
0: okay. And and what and what are the other means? Do you are you sure able to speak on that?
1: I I can because the borough has mentioned this to me. So one potential way would would be that there's a possibility they could use some cruise ship tax monies to actually fund the library. Because we can make the argument that tourists use the library, Mm -hmm. um, you know – the employees of the cruise ships, you know, some of the the visitors, they go to the library, use the internet, computers, things like that. So we can make that connection to the cruise ship. And so if we can make the connection to the cruise ship, then we can potentially use cruise ship funds to fund it.
0: And I have a personal question there. Why doesn't funding of the library fall under educational funding?
1: That's a good question. I I don't know. It, yeah.
0: yeah, because, I mean... In, in my experience, libraries are used mostly by students. So this would be something that you would go to for research for your school paper or a research paper or the college students and what have you. So what what's the difference there? Why is it a separate funding for the library than for schools and other well, things like
1: that? Well, now, now for the borough, we obviously fund the school district. And uh, as part of the district, we fund – there are libraries, so we do fund those libraries, that, and that would not be impacted by this initiative at all, right? So we would continue funding the school district and continue funding their libraries. Now, on the city side, right, the libraries, the cities, so are really to, to be able to contribute. In the past, it was decided that they would put it to the voters, and the voters approved the mill rate for the libraries, So that's kind of that distinction. So is it
0: because the library is officially a part of the city and not the borough that the funding's different?
1: I think that's probably why that funding mechanism was set up that way in the past. But, you know, I wasn't around when that happened, Mm so...
0: Okay, very interesting. I I just That was just a thought that occurred to me as as why would the library be separate from educational funding. Um, Okay, so to kind of wrap up that drag story time, you were not involved, like... To, to lay that out, it wasn't your choice to defund, well, to veto the funding of the library. And just to clear that up, there was no funding of the library. You do say that there were costs involved from the city and borough because they had to have police officers there, attorneys and things. But that doesn't seem to me to be a part of the library. The, the library just said yes to an event, and because of other things that happened, there were, there were costs involved. But uh, uh, your argument is that if they were just to not say yes, then those costs wouldn't exist. So uh, I could see how that argument can go kind of back and forth for a while. Um, but there was no official funding for the drag time, the, the, the drag story time. That was not a costly event by itself. The funding veto was for the Ketchikan Pride Alliance. And let's go into that, Um, uh, uh, the $1,600 for the Ketchikan Pride Alliance. First, I want to ask these grant fundings, what is this fund? How much is in this fund? And what was the percentage of the KPA grant in the grand scheme of the grants budget?
1: Yeah, sure. So to answer your first question, I had no involvement in the library. That was a city issue. Mm -hmm. There was nothing vetoed on that. The veto that people refer to and and label me with, which is true, right? I did veto the grant funding for the Catch Can Pride Alliance. Uh, I think the initial the grant request was about thirty eight hundred dollars plus or minus. Uh, About half of that was awarded. Uh, What percentage of that of the overall grant funding request is really small, right? We spend a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I think three hundred thousand or more. Uh, here's the issue, though, right? So there's there for me. There was two issues regarding this. The first is we didn't have the money for this, okay. right? Okay, so we we had from just our traditional grant application um, grantees. We could have easily spent hundred thousand dollars more this year on just taking care of homelessness and substance abuse and senior issues, all those things, right? so so we one we didn't have the money for this and and in the in the catch can pride alliance in their grant application they literally said that they wanted to use the money for three parties and to maintain their website they said that if the borough gives the money that's what they intended to use it for
0: and that was in the application which is publicly viewable yes Yes,
1: absolutely that's that's literally in their application um so that the first issue was for me was we didn't have money for it and the second issue was i felt it was divisive and and here's why for for years we've we've existed as a community for 122 years now and we have focused our grants on on those basic things right homelessness substance abuse and in in all of those groups members of the lgbt community are served right it doesn't just serve like straight people mm-hmm. it serves everybody in the community but when we start opening it up and we start giving grants to different groups Um, what we do is we dilute the amount of money that's available to take care of, like, the homeless population. So, for example, the money we gave the Pride Alliance, we could have used that money to provide meals to seniors and low-income people for months, right? We could have used it to get homeless people off the streets. We could have helped with substance abuse treatment. So we, we really didn't have the money for it to begin with. Um and and the second issue is once we start picking and choosing, then then the it allows everybody to put their name in the hat for, for these grants. And like I told you just a couple of weeks ago I had a conversation with a citizen. I'm telling you, whether I'm not I'm elected, this is you're gonna mark my words on this. They're gonna put in grant applications on the other side. So then we're gonna have this situation where we're gonna have people upset because a pro-life group in Ketchikan is getting funded. Or somebody wants to teach firearm safety to kids. Um, people are going to be upset with that. And and my issue has always been we as a government can choose to not be involved in these things. We can just tell everybody we're just going to not take a position. We're going to just focus on the basics, you know, and, and, and go from there. And, and I know that's controversial because there's a lot of emotions involved in that. Mm-hmm. I get that, right? Um, but I, I truly need you to hear it from my heart. I, it's not because I have some bias against, you know, the gay community. I don't. Um, On both my side of the family and my wife's side of the family, we have three gay family members. Mm -hmm. I love them with all my heart. I'd I'd reach out and pull them out of the narrows if they were drowning. I don't have an issue with it, but I really feel like um, we're going down that road where other communities have just started tearing themselves apart because this group doesn't like the fact that – we're putting something in the school that says reverence to your creator. So they're filing a lawsuit and this group doesn't like the fact that something's going on in the library and this group doesn't like, you know, so we we can be neutral and we can stay out of that, you know, and we can all agree that we're not going to get everything we want. And I think we'll have a much more peaceful community.
0: Okay. Yes. And you know what, that, that, that's definitely agreeable. I think a lot of people's uh, emotions come from the fact that it's, All of these things are being sort of bundled into one thing, Mm -hmm. the not the veto of the grant is also being thrown into a bit of vitriol that uh, that Loud and Queer magazine, which I am a founding member of. So I want to just put that out there so that I don't want to seem biased, but this magazine does exist and it's in the library. There is controversy behind it. So it's it's being said that these things should not even exist and that they should not be available to the members of the community to whom they are created for. And whether or not you fund these organizations, I think a lot of the vitriol that they shouldn't even even exist and it sort of starts spouting out people's internalized feelings, hatred or what have you, is with a issue for a lot of people. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, no, I get that, right? And I've never said, in fact, you can go back years. I've never said that the Ketchikan Pride Alliance shouldn't exist. No. The, the the Pride Alliance did exist, right? Long before the uh, borough funded it. And just so everybody knows, I vetoed that ordinance, but the assembly overrode that veto and they got their money, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't even delayed. So the checks and balances of our system worked in favor of the pride alliance and their supporters and the money went that way i mean it was a it was a disagreement on a on a community level but nobody's ever said that the pride alliance doesn't have a right to exist
0: and i will attest i watched the city council meeting this morning actually and in the beginning, you did say that... They, that you, you mean the borough assembly? The, yeah. yes, the, okay. yes. 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 Um, and you did say in the very beginning that you don't... That you're not saying that they shouldn't exist. That You just say that they should not receive public funding for that. So that, that was stated in the beginning of that session. Yeah,
1: if I could add one other thing. There was other grantees that didn't get money as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, Salvation Army didn't get a grant. So this wasn't just something that was saying, you know, this side, you don't get money. The other side also didn't get money, and they actually didn't get it,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? So I know know it's such an emotional thing. I get it, right? I mean, we all are really passionate about what we believe in. And, you know, that's why I'm so glad you invited me here today, Joe, because I just believe that if we have this opportunity to talk, we will both come away from this with more respect for each other. Definitely. You love this town. I love this town, right? And I would say that we agree on 99% of things. You know, and this 1%, I think we can find ways to not let it divide us.
0: I would say so. And I think, I hope that a lot of people are hearing that a, a lot of the things that are being attributed to you, you actually didn't have much to do with.
1: Yeah, I would tell you, right? I, I'm straight shooter. You ask me a question, I'm going to give you as direct answer as possible. The library issue... I had nothing to do with it. It's a city issue, right? The a borough. The, the, the whole thing with the borough having the ballot initiative, that's only because the citizens put it on the ballot. The borough itself was not involved in that.
0: We only have about one minute left, Rodney. I want to just ask one final question. What are some – what is – what do you want people to take away from you, from this interview, from this conversation? What is it that you want to put out there to the people of Ketchikan um, as you come up on your reelection election and, and just as a person?
1: Yeah, so so over the last three years, 99% of everything I do, in fact, everything out of the assembly meeting, it's all been volunteer work. And I only do it because I live here. I want to live here. My daughter lives here. Um, and I've been focused on trying to keep our town from becoming more expensive, becoming more divisive, from seeing those increases in those things that we don't want to see, like homelessness and substance abuse. And, you know, I'm not a perfect person, but um, I'm going to just focus on the basics if I'm reelected to the greatest extent possible so that, you know, government stays out of these issues. It stays out of your pocketbook. We can focus on, you know, addressing our problems and go from there.
0: Thank you so much, Rodney. You have been listening to the First City Forum with Rodney Dial and Joe Williams. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I want to thank our sponsors, KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. And um, Rodney will be on again, I'm sure, throughout this um, election season. And tomorrow we have Katie Joe Parrott on, so tune in for that. Thank you all. Have a fantastic day and goodbye.